Hey, you're listening to the Scholarly Spark podcast. Here's your chance to finally become interested in learning and find out about what you're genuinely curious about. Join me as we experience different foods, the latest technology, immerse ourselves in a variety of phenomenal cultures, discover the secrets of civilization, find out about interesting people we never knew existed, and learn about what no one else dared to find out. I'm Vasen Narayanan, taking you on a journey through the mysteries of our world, all through the convenience of your headphones. Here we go. The 19th century saw considerable advancements in the Indology study of India by non-Indians, which was carried out in the 19th century using research methods developed by European scholars. Modern techniques were employed in India to restore the past. This included the decipherment of the script Brahmi, mainly by James Princep. Many early inscriptions were written in Brahmi, but knowledge of the reading of the script was lost. This decryption was a major advance because inscriptions formed the annals of Indian history, which led to the gradual unfoldment of the past from non-religious and literary sources. Epigraphic sources have introduced a lot of new and unprepared perspectives. They were used to establish historical chronology, but they are only subsequently recognized for their significant evidence of social and economic history, as well as the history of the religious sect. The numismatics started reading bilingual coin legends, some of them minted at the turn of a Christian era in Greek and Brahmi, on the Indo-Greek coins. The king's name in Greek was written in Brahmi, providing some indication of the decipherment of Brahmi. By tracing the tour of Jean Song, the Chinese Buddha's monk of the 7th century, Alexander Cunningham explored the countryside in search of archaeological remains and summarizes exploration in the ancient geography of India. Many of these scholars were professionally surveyors, and engineers, who were able to map the colony more than once. Text analyses that had begun with Sanskrit texts slowly now included Buddhism-related Pali, and later Jaina Prakrit texts. This was careful, careful work, and the data on the Indian past expanded. Of course, the most frequently found interpretation was in the context of a colonial perspective of the Indian past. Many people from afar have recorded their impressions for various purposes and are presented in Greek, Latin, Chinese, and Arabic with different perspectives from the Indian. Visitor descriptions can be correlated sometimes with the more concrete remains of the past made possible by diggings. As the chronicles from Sri Lanka become more available, for example, the body of evidence concerning Buddhism has been increased. Buddhist canonical texts in some cases significant variations of reading, have been translated into Chinese and various Central Asian languages filled with deficiencies. Similarly, Arabian and Persian texts relating to India's history have started to be studied by themselves and have ceased to be seen only as an addition to Western Asian Islamic culture. Curiously, the Indians who travel outside of the subcontinent of early India do not appear to have left any roots or descriptions of the things they have seen. Far places only occasionally enter storytelling narratives. 
it is equally important to determine the cause of change, sometimes called the question of transition from one period to another, to define periods in history. Even specific changes can start at random, but if they happen frequently enough, they can change the way society works, and this encapsulates historical change. Consequently, the nature of the transition becomes an important part of periodization. The distinction between the different periods is defined by political, economic, technological, social, and religious characteristics, and by some references to event markers wherever available. Inevitably, because they were authors and patrons, more information about elite groups exists. This can be corrected sometimes when archaeology shows the material culture of ordinary people. It's been super fun learning with you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Join me next week as we explore another part of the numerous and ever-increasing mysteries of our world. I'm looking forward to exploring something new that you've never heard about. Next week. Talk soon.